let me tell you something. Y'all don't messed up now. Hey world, welcome to another episode of NYDL, Negroes You Don't Like. We back at it again. This time we're going to be talking about the most dangerous men. They may not be who you actually think they are, but Martin Malcolm, before we get into that, man, what are the trending stories? <laughs> My good brother, sir. Let's do this, man, because uh, <laughs> this one is, it's really sad that I have to report this. You know, because he definitely was one of my favorite players growing up. But, hey, man, there's always uh, lessons and uh, lessons that you can catch in in anything in life if you look deep enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bleacher Report, the source, Sean Kemp, the good brother, windmill, dope-ass Gumby fade, Sean Kemp, super, Mm -hmm. the real supersonic, you know what I'm saying? was booked for an alleged drive-by shooting. Lord help us. Brother, I, I just couldn't, man. I, I could not Come on, comprehend, <laughs> like, at his age. Come on, like, man. Brother, that, this now, man I don't a, know all the details, but I do know that. Grand, this man's a granddaddy, bro. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's a I whole granddaddy he, out here in the drive-by. I do know, you know, post-career, he's made a career of getting into trouble. True, true indeed. You know what I mean? So that's why it's believable to hear about this, man. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't really raise an eyebrow. I was like, hmm, okay. Wasn't shocking, right? <laughs> what's What's next on the menu? And, and it's really sad because, obviously, you know, we know him from the NBA. I mean, they didn't make the kind of money that they were making. Uh, they don't make the kind of money uh, now. I mean, back then that they're making now. Yeah, not but even with that, even with that said, if you just – Regardless, he still made significantly more money than the average person. So mm-hmm. then, what you know, one has to ask, what did you do with your money? And it's clear something didn't go right because you're finding yourself in a, in, in a string of events um, called nigga moments. And um, mm-hmm. he's just having too many of them. He's having too many nigga moments, as far as I'm concerned. But how are you a grandfather involved with a drive-by shooter, man? Like, Bro, I, brother, like... <laughs> I, honestly, bleach. It looked like Bleacher Report was was tired when they when they when they put this source up. They was like, "Listen, man, we don't got no more details." But yeah, Sean Kemp. God damn, this is almost, that's like what they wanted to say. Like, God damn, Sean Kemp. <laughs> but yeah, man. Uh, you know, I wish. I, I really wish well for that brother. I hope that you know nobody got killed. I hope you know nobody has to bury anybody. But uh, Sean Kemp, if somehow this gets out to you, brother, you know you got a lot of a lot of people out here who are definitely fans of yours, and uh, won't want to see you quiet like this, dog. Not like that, brother. <laughs> yes, and you know the Supersonics. Yo, Supersonics was actually my team back then, man. Like, oh hell yeah, you know, Gary Payton, Dillette Shrimp, yeah, what? Yeah, Nate, Nate McMillan. Come on, man. Oh, hold up, man. You, come you on, know bro. a little something, okay? Come, okay. Don't click. Come on, man. No, you know a little <laughs> something. Uh, Used to like man, Sam Perkins. Sam per- what you know the per- with the with the with the, uh. with the left with the lefty? You know what I'm saying? You know like, what I'm saying? Come but on. you know, my, as crazy as it is, man. You know, everybody was rocking Jordan. The person that I was rocking the most, as far as like the game that I want, like I really modeled my game out after, was GP. Mm-hmm. Okay, the glove. Oh, you, oh, you was out here playing, playing defense. 
okay. all day, man. I love watching the glove, the glove play, man. And then not only watching him play, but who he was throwing the ball up to. And that's Word. where your man Sean Kemp came in, man. It was just so fun to watch, man, Please. back then. So fun well, to listen, watch. Listen, call that the dark skin Blake Griffin. No doubt. <laughs> the originator. The originator, you know what I'm saying? But nah, please, brother Sean Kim, we send a good energy out to you, man. Please, brother. Yeah, 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 yeah. The uh, what, what? I don't know what the pastor used to say. You know, uh, the church doors are always open, brother. You can come <laughs> in and receive the Lord. Please, you you need a baptism. You need to get rebaptized or something, brother, because these nigga, <laughs> these these nigga moments have really uh, have seek to destroy your spirit, brother. Facts, brother. <laughs> All right, story number two. Now this one. This is the definition of a nigga moment. Lord Jesus. Let me take a deep so, breath. So when you look wow. it up in the dictionary, this moment right here is going is what they're gonna show on in the dictionary. Boy, listen, this is a or defining meme. this is a defining nigga moment. <laughs> Bro. Mm. A woman drives into a pop mm, Popeyes. What? <laughs> after they after they miss some biscuits in her order. <laughs> <laughs> I can't doubt. <laughs> like, 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 honestly, I really didn't believe this shit. So I literally Googled this and was like, I really had to confirm that this was not a bullshit story. Like, this is a real story. This lady really did this shit, bro. bro. Hey, man, we had well, we had some angry people in the hood marching that day, boy. But listen. Marching, boy, let me tell you. You run here knocking down the hood. Uh, Popeyes, do you know on, how many man. families dinners you fucked up that weekend? What you know what I'm saying? The old hood <laughs> shut down, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Truth be told, <laughs> you probably help everybody live a few hours longer. But <laughs> but dog, uh, really, you gonna drive your SUV into a Popeyes because they missed some biscuits in your order? Crazy brother, what man? Listen. Popeye's biscuits are good, but they ain't that damn good. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Especially you don't got no water. It's shit to be your ass uh, choke throat, strep throat, grab throat, something. But uh, nah, man. Um, That's the definition of a nigga moment. I, I, don't, I don't know why this lady would do this. Um, I don't know, man. Mental illness is a... Uh, I don't even, you know what? Everything can't be mental illness. Some shit just gotta be you. you stupidity. You, stupidity. You dumb as shit. You know what I'm saying? Straight up, brother. We we we, we can't lean everything on a uh, uh, mental issue, and we gotta accept the fact that we got some stupid people in our society. <laughs> and that's that's just yo pharmaceutical companies trying to find a way to profit. Yeah, man. Off your like, stupid moments, man. It's just straight stupidity. Like, come on, man. Ain't no mental sickness. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh man. So with that being said, let's move on to our main talking point. The most dangerous men are. Drum roll, please. Damn. That, that you shit know was what I'm saying? That shit was terrible. Yeah, that's yeah, that, that, you know what I'm saying. We we're gonna have to ad lib that one. Put, yeah, put it on one of them Jeezy ad libs. Yeah, yeah. We, we gotta get one of them sound effects. We gotta get them sound effects. <laughs> we gotta get on, one man. of them one of them soundboards. Or, or, or that dude off um, Police Academy. Oh, that motherfucker was cold, wasn't he? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> that motherfucker what? beatbox. He can do everything. Then he goes do a uh, police sound. I'm like, God damn, what? Did it all, brother. Yeah, that that dude was talented. Yes, but the most dangerous men in our society are, and I would say the world, they're family men. Without a doubt. They're not gangsters. They're not mobsters. I promise you. Rappers. They ain't rappers. They're not well, rappers. Damn, damn sure ain't rappers. Oh, shit. What? Well, okay. mo- mo- most of these rappers are living vicariously through uh, real thugs that they know. No, no doubt. So, you know, even though that's dysfunctional in itself, because that, that's just a whole in, that's just a whole industry, unfortunately. The majority of it on trying to look hard and putting forth a presentation that necessarily doesn't uh, lend itself to evolution. So, the most dangerous men are family men. I can assure you. I honestly never felt dangerous. Personally, I mean, I'm a big guy. I'm bigger than the average guy, you know what I'm saying? Um... So, you know, I've been in a fight or two. So I, I understand I can impose my will um, when I need to. But I can assure you, the minute I had children, that shit got magnified times 100. It's like, it's almost like, it's almost like you you just feel like I got so much to protect. Mm-hmm. I got so much, you know, it's, it, you know, because you get connected to your emotions in a different kind of way when you have children, yeah, you know, no cause you know, a lot of shit didn't, you know, kind of rolled off my shoulders. A lot of shit didn't bother me. I'm like, whatever, man. You know what I'm saying? Or for some people, it's the opposite. You know, they get triggered all the time and they were just ready to, you know, hop into any kind of situation that may lend itself to violence. But once you have children, it's like, it's just different, man. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost like, it's almost like you 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 felt you felt a need and a desire to be that protector. You felt mm-hmm. a need and a desire to be a better version of yourself. To be a better version of yourself. You felt that need and desire to really, you know, let these kids know that any harm comes their way. The only way it's really gonna get to you is if, you know, I died trying to defend you. You know what I'm saying? That's all the way it can get to you. So, um, I really think in our society we really need to pay more attention to uh not only not only just not only just men and how we view men and masculinity, but you know, particularly family men. You know, because many times in movies in the media, <laughs> you know, you know, dad bods and all this kind of stuff. They like to play. They like to play family men like they, like they saw clowns, man, like suckers. Like they suckers, and I'm like, yeah, brother. Family men have such an important role in the family structure and in our society. Like these are these are the kind of gentlemen, who, especially when they're doing it the right. These are the ones you need to put on a pedestal. Like this is what we're supposed to be having young boys aim for. That's what the role model, part of the archetype of the role model is supposed to be. If, if, if we're asking young men to be uh, career businessmen, we're asking them to be athletes, entertainers, all these things. But it doesn't encompass the family, the family man aspect of it. Then 
we're really building a a, 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 a generation of short-sighted men, right? And, and, and Martin Malcolm, to add to that, brother, I would say that you brought up the you brought up the fact that you know how it's portrayed in the media. I would say a lot of that too has to do with how you know, like men who aren't family men, why they they tend to act the way that they do act, and why women tend to be attracted to them as well because of how it's portrayed in the media. Because, man, I can't tell you how many movies or, or how many times I see a, co- a commercial or whatever the case may be. They don't paint the family man as being the, you know, the, the you know, the man that, 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 that the you cool guy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's not the cool They don't paint him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, don't, they never paint him to be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, they paint the guy who, who's, who's probably not taking care of his kids, hey. haven't seen, a, you know, beating on, on his spouse. Man, like the, those are the people that they paint in that in that light, brother, and like, it's crazy. Hey, I mean, like, like, kind of like in the movie Bad Boys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, What's yeah, his name? yeah. Mike, Mike Wallace. Is that what they call him in the movie? Uh, Will Smith. Mike Wallace. Who he played? No, um, his character was um, um, uh, damn. You had Lowry. Yeah, Mike Lowry. Mike Lowry. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? So Mike Lowry was the cool one in the movie, and Martin was the family guy. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Man, they played family. him as a sucker. They played him as a sucker. And I'm like, I'm like, this man is going home every day, taking care of his family, keeping the family together. And and but you know, the the movie kind of portrays Mike Lowry as like this cool guy who has, you know, he has his nice ass car. Oh, he's, sleeping, he's sleeping with all these chicks. And you know, come to find out, he did have a kid because I think in the last Bad Boy, you know, we get introduced yeah. to his kid. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, so well, why we put Mike Lowry on the pedestal when he was an absentee father for his kid for a while, and Martin's been there the whole time since day one. Facts. You know what I'm saying? So, you know that that's just an example of, you know, how the media kind of feeds into this narrative of family men being suckers and and. That's probably part of the reason, like you said, why a lot of young men are like, when they think about being a family man, they're like, man, you know, it's not exciting enough. It, you know, yeah, it, yeah. It, it doesn't garner enough attention, right? So, no, truth most, be told, if you put a if you put a, a family man in any type of situation where maybe a, 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 another man who's probably who's not a family man or probably doesn't have kids or or, or in, a, in a similar situation. Mm-hmm. I promise you, brother, the family man will find a way to overcome that obstacle, that situation. Like, it's just, like you said, it's a trigger in us oh, in, sure. in certain moments, man, that we just, we click. And not only do we click, it's like, it's it's instinctive. Mm-hmm. And you have, like, an, a desire to not only live, but to make sure that, you know, you push forward your children and that, that, that they grow up a certain way or, or that they, you know, at least turn out to be the way that you envision them to become. Like, I mean, like you just live for so much more, brother. And like you said, man, in any type of situation, they may not paint it that way, but you better believe a family man will surprise you. Oh, man, without a doubt. Listen, man, you know, once I had kids, my whole perspective on how you men and who's tough and who's not tough, it my whole perspective changed. I'm like, no, nah, the toughest dudes are the guys who are, who are there day in, day out with their kids and their family. Those are the toughest men. Trust me when I tell you. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, this is clearly a job that requires so much of your energy, so much of your time. 
And the only way to really get through it is, you know, the love that you have for your family. It's almost like they put that extra battery in your back, like those Energizer Bunny commercials. No and, you know, you, you find yourself able to accomplish things that, you know, you never thought you could. Like, I catch myself, you know, cleaning. Sometimes it's one o'clock in the morning and, you know, f- wrapping up some stuff maybe from work or whatever. And, you know, I'm asking myself, damn, I'm only waking up in about four, four or five hours. Like, how am I doing that? It's just, it's really for the love of family. You know what I'm saying? If it was just me, I'm going to be honest with you. Most men, bro. All we need is a flat screen TV, some food, and sex. Most dudes, most dudes really don't really require very much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They don't require much to, to to feel satisfied in life. Like they don't really need a really fancy place and all of these, uh, you know, all, you know, all of these attributes around them. They they don't need all that, bro. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> typically, when you see a man and his life is uh, filled out or it's presented in a certain way, it's usually because a woman is there to help fill in the gaps, you know what I'm saying, making sure you got, you know, extra clean drawers, you know, clean pillowcases, you know what I'm saying, you ain't, bro, have you ever slept on a dirty pillowcase? No, not me. Yeah. Not while I'm married. Not no, while I'm married. No, no, Before, no. Before, yeah. <laughs> bro, when you sleep on a dirty pillowcase, it's all, you almost feel like... <laughs> You almost feel like somebody's like putting a dirty rag on your face, and you keep oh, getting up. Real, you keep getting up to wash your face. You like, why the fuck this shit? Yeah. <laughs> why, why this shit ain't coming off, nigga? Because it's on the pillowcase. Yeah, that was those were my college years, man. Before the wife. Yeah, man. Like you know, women women impact your life in, in so many different ways that um, I thought I think men don't quantify for uh, or don't or don't fully understand until something bad happens and they leave and then they're like oh shit dang she used to do all this stuff man i i didn't even realize it. you know what i'm saying so no no nah, without a doubt man it's like you know imagine me trying to explain how i view you know uh my connection with my children it, it, it's like it's like trying to outpunch your shadow you know what I'm saying? It, because at the end of the day, sometimes, you know, I'm standing off and I'm looking at my kids and I'm pretty sure uh, most men can agree to this who are fathers. You love your kids so much and you and you know for a fact they could never love you as much as you love them. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. You know, it, I mean, it, 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 it's a beautiful attempt for them to try, but they never could, man. Like, <laughs> because at the end of the day, you know, you know, you held them as a baby, like you saw them develop through their life. You know what I'm saying? Like when, when your children get introduced yeah. to you, you know, most of the times you're already an adult, man, and, and they're kind of, they're watching you into your elder years. But to watch something from conception all the way into adulthood, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's it's a beautiful process, man. And and you know, we we're, we're here still kind of in the beginning oh, stages, but I can tell you, man, it's, it's wonderful. No, that's real, brother. You know, I. I would say that, you know, I find myself from time to time thinking about that too, brother, that, that exact point right there. Like, you know, when my kids go to bed, especially the oldest one, you know, I'll hear, hey, I love you, dad. And what I always tell them is I love you more all the time, brother. Yeah. And, and, and that's, I think that's yeah. what you just mentioned. It comes from that place. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where it comes from. Just understanding that that love will always be greater 
from from a parent's perspective, from a father's perspective. You know what I'm saying? No, without a doubt. No, for real. So, you know, I definitely will um, encourage all young men, uh, you know, all men who are in serious relationships or all existing uh, fathers and husbands, man, keep leaning into your family manness. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Don't let nobody trick you out of your position. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, man, um, whenever men talk about legacy, legacy is tied to family. So I I don't know. I don't know how a man has a legacy without a family. I I don't know how that is done. But I do know that, you know, men with family, that that's that's really the legacy that um, that's the legacy that that we want to be measured by. And with that being said, last word you heard. Listen, man, don't sleep on family men. Family men, family men are like, you know, they're like they're like Boy Scouts on steroids. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like we 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 are we no, are no, huh? we are the real MacGyvers. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, you, you give us a small knife. You give us a small knife and $5. Hey, man, we're we going to make something happen, man. We'll go out, kill something, have a barbecue, feed a whole village of people. You know what I'm saying? And that's one thing, man. Honestly, I don't think men who aren't family men will ever understand. They'll never get that, brother. Yeah, it's, 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 it's one of those things you kind of got to experience. You really do. You kind of got experience to really get the full weight of of, of what it's like, man. Because uh, I can assure you this, it's nothing like it. Good, good and bad. <laughs> it's nothing like it. Thanks. All right. So, how are we rocking with the music? What I will say is, with the music, oh, Music Soul Child came out today. All right. Music Soul Child, um, he got a new collab album with Hit Boy. Hit Boy's been all over the place. You know what I'm saying? Hit Boy, he did all of Nas's uh, three albums, but he just did a collab album with Music Soul Child called uh, Victims and Villains. That's one of the new music selections I definitely think uh, y'all might want to tap into. I like music, man. I've been a fan of his since he came out back oh, in the early man. 2000s, man. Soulful, brother. His music always put you in a in a in a positive mood, man. It was always, always uplifting. You know what I'm saying? That's what I love about that brother. And then as far as shows go, I definitely got one um off the unbeaten path. Um, this one's on Apple Plus, and uh, this one is called uh, "The Reluctant Traveler" with Eugene Levy. The reluctant. I think I heard of that. Traveler with Eugene Levy. You know what I'm saying? You might check that out, man. He goes to some really, really um, interesting places around the world. And, you know, kind of the premise of the show is it's a guy who (laughs) has a traveling show, but he doesn't like to travel. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) How that work? (laughs) It's weird, man. Houseway is weird because it seems like it wouldn't work, but it works. 
and and uh, Eugene Levy is 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 the father from those American Pie movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, nah, check him out, man. He, it's 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 one of those things that kind of caught me off guard, but it was it was much better than um than I, I thought it would be, and I'm pretty sure most most people would be ple- uh, pleasantly surprised. You know, it's one show, brother, that I started watching. And I, and I had to, I had to switch up real quick, man. You heard of uh, what's it called? All of us. All of us. I think it's called All of Us on HBO or something like that, or Rest of Us or All of Us or something like that, man. Oh, la- you talking about Last of Us? Oh yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Last <laughs> of all, us. The, all of Us is an old hey, show from back in the day with a black. <laughs> hey, listen, man, listen, listen. You know I'm a soulful brother, man. So yeah, all I, of us. I switched like... up. I switched up. I lost my decades for a little bit, man. Oh, that's funny. So yo, yo, no, yo, brother, yo. I actually Yo, I was started, watching that show. I, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with watching? Brother, I started watching the show, man, and I lost it when them two dudes went at Uh-oh. it. <laughs> brother, that was so unexpected and so hey, unnecessary. Listen, brother, listen. like, yo, I couldn't after that, man. I had to switch listen, up real quick, listen, brother. Listen, I couldn't yo. do it. You know what's funny about that show? Like, it's like... Now, at first, you know, they talk about the contagion and the, the, the diseases out and all that shit, right? Yeah. But then we have these episodes where they focus in on specific people. And um, I saw the episode, man, and I was just like, whatever, man. I, 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 that shit know. was so random, bro. And, and the reason why was. I stopped was because I feel like, yo, that's the, the whole rest of the show going to be like that, man. So, nah, you know, I don't, it's, nah, it's I don't not, think the rest of it. I don't think the rest of the show. Nah, nah, nah. The rest of the show ain't gonna be like that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But hey, listen, check this out. The only thing I did like about it was it was it wasn't two black dudes because they, they you know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. I was watching. I was like, well, hey, man, whatever. I knew you would say something like that. No, man. for real, bro. I was like, hey, man, do y'all do y'all thing, man. I'm just tired of seeing. I'm just tired of. I'm just tired of. Seeing y'all trying to emasculate black men, like fuck that shit. <laughs> what we talking about? Uh, that is true. That's a first right there, brother. Yeah, I that seen that shit. First. I seen that shit. I was like, now that's diversity. We need to keep, <laughs> we need to keep this going. <laughs> that's the kind of inclusion I, I want to see more of. Pause. Not really, but yeah. <laughs> she. But nah, I might actually watch an episode of that tonight before I knock out. Man, shoot. Because uh, the episode after that I heard was really good. Um, the episode after that I heard was really good. My sister in law told me it was definitely dope. Because I ain't gonna lie, after that episode, I, I kind of gave it, kind of gave that show a break. <laughs> yeah, no, straight. You have to, brother. They went in, brother. They went uh, in in many different ways. Paused. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But you know, it was funny. You know, they was making it all sentimental and shit, and I was like, listen, bro. Hey man, y'all do y'all thing, man. But uh, do that over there. That's all I'm saying. No, Last of Us. Even though the brother Sir and I, you know, that one episode was a little sketchy, but I still think it's a good show. It is a good show. It's just, it's just so crazy. You know, that's gonna be a whole nother episode. But listen, man, this gay agenda. I just don't understand why it needs to be perpetuated in every single new show. I just don't understand. Um, but. Hey man, y'all just gonna have me talking to my kids earlier. That's all. So, hmm. whatever, <laughs> y'all y'all do you, and I'm gonna do me. So, y'all, <laughs> shit, y'all get out of here with all that. You know what I'm saying? 
respect everybody. That's that's how we rocking over here. But but we will not accept your agendas, but respect everybody. Same over here, brother. You know what I'm saying? And with that being said, we are greater when we appreciate that we need each other. Hey, world, it was fun catching up with y'all. Time to go, man. We out. I'm on the mail. Peace. Peace.